You're listening to JM Partners Atlanta Market East Drop, a quick real estate update from Jerry Metcalf Partners, real estate agents on the ground in Atlanta, talking about what it's like, what to expect, the pros, the cons, and what to consider to align yourself and your loved ones for the best opportunities. Okay, we're going to let everybody eavesdrop this week. Um, again, we're back. Today, we've, so we've been talking, as everybody knows, that has been listening about the market, how great it is, how it's been changing. We've been talking about multiple offer situations, the pros and cons of those, appraisal issues, how we address and get in front of those, um, and many more things. Today, we're going to talk a little bit about what about when you do get under contract? Some things are changing some problems are happening and we're going to talk about what are the issues that have been coming up that haven't before and what are the solutions to those and how do we prepare up front our clients and how to do the how do the consumers out there buying houses know what to do and how to handle it all that being said what are the issues that we're seeing Bridget you're going to answer this first I promised I wouldn't let Bridget talk first but Bridget I know you have a good explanation of the issues and then I want to talk about who doesn't have the issues, who does have the issues, and uh, again, addressing them. Bridget, give us a, just a 15-second scoop on what the issues are, if you can wrap it up that fast. Okay, I think 15 seconds, good Lord. Um, oh, time's up. It's just, it's just that at the grant, in, the, in the grand scheme of things, with some of your high net worth clients, so for those of you who are um, business owners, worth, it's not as easy breezy as it may have been in the past. We're finding that the lender's not quite as prepared as they should be come closing day. And the reason for that is verifying a lot. Oftentimes it's underwriting's changing because who can predict, has anybody spoken to anybody that can actually say, yes, I feel sure this is what the future is of our market? Right. So uh, I think there's a lot of confidence. We heard from someone, we're still working on, on how, they might've gotten these numbers from builder permits, but builder confidence, there's a stat out there that builder confidence is up 17%. Um, re, this is year over year by the week. I think retail is up about the same amount. Is that right? I think Bridget heard those stats today. Was that right? So, you know, the market confidence is up, builder confidence is up. We've got people who have self-regulated, been conservative, that are saving, have saved their money and they can purchase. But when we gets down to the loan process, we're having challenges. So who is it that is, first of all, before we get into the problems, who's not having problems? Adam, you want to speak to that? Sure. The, the, the traditional buyer with 20% down W2, um, that's, your, that's your buyer that's not having any problems right now. They're, those are going through easy 30, 45 day close, no issues at the closing table. The lenders are able to power those through um, without having any delays really what about the rest of us w9 people <laughs> chad you've had some w9 clients lately we're all w9 people how does that how does that how has that been looking on contracts and anybody speak up i don't know chad you had a little say about that before we started recording right so lenders are definitely going to ask for a little bit more you know on on these fronts with the self-employed people um, and people who don't have that, you know, consistent traditional income. Um, but I know like last week we briefly talked about how rental income, half of rental income is now considered qualifying income. Um, so yeah, I mean, that's pretty much kind of 
kind of the, the people who I think might be experiencing those delays or, you know, kind of issues in the in the process. Um, but obviously there's always ways to work around that and mitigate those situations. Well, and some of it is, it used to be, and everybody, we're giving you what might sound like a lot of bad news, but we've got lots of solutions that we're gonna offer. Um, but knowing the issues helps us know how to address what have been, what have been issues which really don't need to be. Um, there was a point, there was a brief moment where rental income did not count as qualifying income at all. Now for, I've got a loan right now that is a jumbo loan at about 1.2 million. They are using the income, the rental income as qualifying income, but I think it's a portion which the last that we've been informed of is 50% like Chad said of that is income. So with all of these things changing, we have um, looked at, in and as a seller, how do you make sure you don't get that buyer you think is qualified and turns out they're not because things are changing. And as a buyer, how do you make sure you, especially the W9 buyers and W2, not, not all sellers know what to look at. We've got to make sure they know what to look at and how to present how buyers should be presented or how we want buyers presented to us on the seller side to make sure we're getting in solid contracts and overcoming any of these issues well up front. Bridget, you shared with us some great insight before the recording on um, how you've been addressing that and some things that you've seen. Tell us a little bit about that. So an added step, an added special stipulation to the contract where you essentially give the seller the extra protection that the buyer has to have um, the full loan approval, credit check, um, along with you know proof of funds, whatever, even if it's the loan, um, the down payment. Yeah. Right. Thank you. The down payment, um, day one. So yeah, the first day after the binding contract, assuming that's not a Sunday, um, they want to see that's what we're using to protect our sellers. Exactly. And I think the good news, a lot of buyers are thinking, Oh God, do I want to get into that? But the key is go ahead. They have to do it anyway. You got to do it by day three. So you might as well just do it. Yeah. And as a buyer, making sure you're aligned, there's so many lenders out there and the, what lenders can and can't do is changing from bank to bank, lender to lender, um, making sure you're, you're getting teamed up on the buyer side with the right people. And even on the seller side, we've had situations with sellers where the buyer came to us and they qualified, things change and suddenly they knew they could do a loan, but they didn't know which bank to go to and couldn't find the jumbo loans for a quick minute there, everybody everybody thought there weren't any jumbo loans and there were you just had to know what bank to talk to and where to go and the banks doing the jumbo loans actually had the most competitive rates yet i'm talking like right now we're at three percent and under and even when we thought we didn't have jumbo loans there were banks doing jumbo loans at three percent and under you just have to know what banks to talk to look at your situation and know how to line up with and again on the seller side be able to do the same thing for the buyer that comes to the table to help them qualify when they can. Um, anybody got any experiences they want to add to that that we've had in the last seven days since we last recorded or last recorded a one, one, real estate conversation? Especially, you know, if a buyer foresees potential issues or they know it's kind of going to be a, a tug of war with a lender. Um, one thing that I've always advised my clients to do that typically works out well, especially with houses that are, have been on the market longer, is we'll up the earnest money to something because typically earnest money is 1%, so it's a $500,000 house, $5,000. 
Um, but I, I have them do either, you know, 10 or $12,000 just to kind of start the negotiations in good faith. And it almost kind of buys patience on, on the seller side as well. Well, it also presents a strong seller when you, you know, at, at half a million, we're looking at 1%. As you get up towards 1 million, we're looking at 2%. And as you continue to go up, a lot of times we're looking at really 3% or more, um, which you would think it would be the reverse. But um, as you go up in price point, there needs to be a little bit more skin in the game for everybody, for the sellers to be comfortable. And that's just kind of the, um, what we're seeing and have been seeing in the market. Anything else to add to that chat on thoughts, advice, buyers, sellers, what to consider when you're looking at offers? Because we have so many offers, the market's moving so fast, but making sure your specific deal is a deal that matches what the market's doing right now. The personal letters, I mean, almost every single deal that I've done recently, those personal letters are game changers. Um, so we definitely recommend that. On both that that's interesting. I have a story, but before I share mine, do you guys have a story about letters or the connections uh, we're making with buyers and sellers? Adam and I just worked a deal. Uh, it, it went on a contract yesterday and she wrote a beautiful letter and that was all it took. Yeah. Yeah. I was so a listing that Bridget and I are working on together. We had a showing Bridget. I haven't, we haven't even talked about this yesterday and it just, it's kind of, it's kind of neat how it works. We had a showing and the buyers, after they came through, they looked at me and they said, you know, we just really appreciate you being here. And we're so cordial and so respectful. And when they left, I told the seller about it. And the seller said, I really want them to buy the house. <laughs> so it's funny. I mean, that's kind of seems silly and little, but it's the little things, the engagement of you're buying a home and you're selling a home. Even that stuff counts. At the end of the day, you got to have the money and you got to put it, you got to be able to deliver. But as we're competing, everybody being cooperative. Um, and helping one another out to get us. We all, the thing about this business is we all want the same thing at the end of the day. Yeah. <laughs> You're right. Sure. I'm like close. All right. <laughs> any final thoughts to add to everybody, everybody else? And we'll, we'll, I think we'll close at that. Okay. Love any it. Other final thoughts from anybody? Be nice. Listen to your agent. There we go. There we go. We're going to like replay that five times. Listen to the, listen to your agents that are to get you to the closing table. All right. Thanks y'all. We'll be back. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the JM partners, Atlanta market eavesdrop. If you like what you heard, please subscribe and share with your friends who might be moving or who just want to keep up with the latest on the Atlanta residential market. You can find us anytime online at jmpartners.io. That's jmpartners.io.